Welcome to I've Got One. I'm Jim O'Connell. I'm Andy Sharavsky. It is Friday, March 27th. We had to look up the day. thought it was the 24th. I don't know why. We took yesterday off because we were a little exhausted, right? Yeah. I mean, it sounds silly to say we're exhausted in the middle of a time when we're not doing a whole lot, but four, four, four days of podcasting in a row... Um, what are we? Who are we? Ira Glass. <laughs> Doing the hard work out here, like Roman Mars. A deep cut, not that deep of a cut podcast no, reference. Not really. Um, I just got an email from this like meditation guru lady in LA telling me that I can still manifest during quarantine. <laughs> Definitely, you can still manifest anything. Which feels tonally wrong for. Yes. <laughs> for I'm getting the emails from every business with their take on this, and I get it. Like certain businesses and things like that need to tell people their protocol. Like if you ordered a product or something like that, yeah. you want to know where it is or why it's being delayed in shipment or whatever. But I don't need, for instance, let's look look at this. Yeti, the cooler company, <laughs> has their spin on this where it says, backyard is the new base camp. Indispensable gear no matter where you hunker down. Great. Go camping like, in your backyard. I don't, I don't need that. Buy their camping products right now. Yep. Michael's Arts and Crafts. What does that one say? Uh, save save on supplies with the lowest prices of the season. <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> They're pretty damn I, low. I bet those crafts are low. Dick's Sporting Goods. Flash sale. Today only. Contactless curbside pickup. You know what? I need to go to Dick's. <laughs> I need a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Two soccer balls. A couple pennies. Pennies, like like little sports jerseys yeah. from gym class. We're each going to wear them the rest of the night and pick a team. <laughs> anyway, so we are about to call our friend Ryan Cashman, uh, who is a performer, a writer, has a beautiful tenor voice, mm-hmm. that singing voice, um, and also someone that Jim and I both became friends with in Chicago independently of each other. Yeah, I met Ryan back in 2014 or so, and then Andy met him few years later than that. Yeah. I don't know exactly. So we're going to give him a call and see how he is doing during the quarantine. My name is Ryan Cashman. I... Um, during the day, I do a lot of event planning and education, and then at night, I'll do a lot of um, improv and music, improv and music stuff and comedy stuff. And um, yeah, I live in Chicago uh, with my fiance. <laughs> Plug and uh, <laughs> um, and Lauren and I uh, hang out here in Uptown. Yeah, that's us. Wait, so what are you doing for work now? I know you've kind of like done a couple different things. Yeah. I don't, I'm not exact up to speed on that. And then how is that kind of affected right now? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, I've been through a couple different jobs, especially after graduating um, with my master's. I had like three different jobs since like 2017. Um but I've landed on uh, the shop called Smith Bucklin. It is uh, in the AMA Plaza, and basically it is association management. So there's a bunch of different uh, flavors of that. People do events, people do education, people do speaker management, people do content marketing, a bunch of different things that associations would need to like sustain and thrive and like grow their membership. So 
Uh, I work specifically with education and in speaker management when it comes to events, as well as I do a lot of e-learning as well. So because of today's climate, I went from a world where I did a lot of travel. I went, I was like, for example, in Oregon, I was, uh, or in March, I was supposed to go to Oregon. I was supposed to go in June to Nashville. I was uh, slotted to go to Peru oh my God. in August, um, Orlando in October. There was a lot of travel, and I was like trying to like also dodge it because I'd rather be like doing comedy and like fun stuff and focusing on that, mm-hmm. um, as well as some theater stuff. But yeah, I'm just sort of I, I, I've switched gears. I'm doing a lot of webinars and a lot of e-learnings and a lot of uh, online educational stuff. Um, just because everyone, all those, all the travel has stopped and it's kind of, uh, shaky waters right now because a lot of the members that we have across our associations are smaller businesses. Like I work for a crafting association. So all those people who are the storefronts who sell stamps or who sell whatever, who are kind of needing the money, all the money they can get to pay rent Mm -hmm. to keep their storefronts a lot of those are facing closure a lot of people in like the vacation rental world because um i mean luxury is just something that you know this is just not that we don't have right now we don't have that world um so it's been a little bit of a just shaky waters re-messaging lauren who also works at smith buckland Mm. with me but in content um so our commute is the same that's cute Um, and very cute uh, and our commute is still the same because we live here. Uh, so <laughs> I guess. So she uh, also does a lot of like uh, content marketing, and co- like with like different uh, content hubs. Um, she'll do spotlight articles, but it's all related to the COVID-19 coronavirus. Oh, gosh. Um, pandemic so there's a lot of like a lot of it too is like how do we write about the same exact thing and 800 different flavors and hope that everyone is still wanting content but yeah you know it's it's definitely a weird world especially in my work life but also i think for everybody that's doing comedy it's a weird world in a good way you know people are um doing a lot more stuff online and live streaming and just doing stuff so you know it's yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. You used to work with a high school forensics team. Am I right about that? Yes. And um, so Downers Grove South High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to do, um, I, I still help out and I'll coach, you know, every once in a blue moon. I'll do a lot more stuff on the college level now at my alma mater at Illinois State University. Because <laughs> you, you did forensics when you were in high school and college. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. I did it for seven years. I've been thinking of because I used to do all the musicals in high school and all the shows. And I've just been thinking about like the kids who I mean, not only are they not going to get like regular school for the foreseeable future and like maybe not graduate in the way they wanted, but they're not going to have their like end of year performances and competitions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you talk about like what the students you work with and what they're dealing with? So on the high school level, it's really awesome you brought this up. So on the high school level, I believe everyone made it through state, which is like in Illinois, a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And that ended in Jan- uh, in fe- early February, late January. So they just got out and they got a chance to do it mm-hmm. right before. And actually my high school won state, which I was like, oh, Woo-hoo. the saga continues. <laughs> yes. And so 
there was that. And then, um, but nationals is usually in June. So that is something they are, we're not sure what they're doing for that or what the qualifier, there's a qualifying tournament that should be happening in a few months or a month and a half, which who knows if that's happening. So that's on the high school level. On the college level though, all the national tournaments, which is their ending tournament has been canceled. Oh. Everything. So all the seniors, all the juniors who maybe we're going to graduate this year, um, you know, it just, it's all people all over the country and they can't do it. Uh, so it was terrible news. And I was like, oh my gosh, I even said something on Facebook because huh, I can, <laughs> I said, I said, listen up, uh, this is stupid. They, everyone worked all year to get these speeches done and to get, you know, their performances ready and polished and everything. And so actually what we're doing now, because we've been able to, um, in the past, even when we didn't have to do, go virtual, we've been able to do like virtual e-ballots to help save paper. Mm -hmm. And so now there is a app that we are testing to help with a virtual national tournament. Oh, wow. So through like putting in your number and knowing what round you have to go to. They give out little like different unique links so that you all get into your breakout rooms. And then there's, you know, eight in a room, two judges and six performers. And then you watch on your computer what they're doing. So they're trying to figure out a way to make things virtual, which I was so thrilled that there's potentially a way that a national tournament can happen though. It, it doesn't, it may not feel hundred percent the same, a lot of people in the community are still trying to figure out and get creative about making sure that people still do uh, their performances. Mm -hmm. And with forensics, it's kind of crazy. And the reason you would want to still do it is because it kind of just ends there. Like there's not, you know, no one's going on to professional forensics other than like coaching a forensics team or whatever. Yeah. All my demons are coming out tonight. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> But even like, even like if you do something like football, you know, not everyone's going to be a professional football player. Right. There's not that many spots, right? So uh, the vast majority is that you, you know, you do your thing and you play it, you play your all and, you know, you love it. You get totally immersed in it. And then it's gone before you know it. And you kind of fall into a couple different camps, right? Do you try to live the good old days? Do you uh, try to go back and give back to teams? Do you totally divorce yourself from it? Um you know, all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's just wild about what is, um, uh, you know, what these students are experiencing and what people who have graduated may be experiencing. They're like, Oh, that was such a big, important moment to me to like have that one final performance. I wish I had that again, you know, that type of deal. My mom, uh, does the makeup and costuming at my old high school's theater program and they had to cancel their show. And I used to go back every year and watch. And like, that was like the most important thing in my life. Like at this time when I was in high school in like March was like the month of the spring musical. And it like breaks my heart oh, yeah. to know that those kids don't and get that. In at my high school, I don't know if they still do this or not, but when I was in high school, Junior and senior boys could be in the musical, but only senior girls who are also in like the madrigals or the choir could also could be in the musical. So to be a senior and a girl at the time um, was it was so important because this was the only musical they got a chance to be in. But I mean, yeah, those musicals and theater in general in high school is the reason why I fell in love with theater and performance in general. Um uh, even 
quasi semi-professionally. Um, it, it, you know, you don't, you don't go for certain stuff or you don't really get it. And unless, you know, you, you get, you get your first big helping of what performance and what theater can do for you in high school. If, you know, if you have the resources. Yeah. And this is making me think of back to college. The whole reason that I got into performance was this group called humorology at UW Madison. And it was part of the Greek system. And we made these shows the entire year. And we performed them in April if, if you made it all the way through all the rounds of uh, sort of tribunals of letting different shows through. And then by the time you got to the end of the year, you got to perform on the big UW-Madison like Memorial Union stage. And it was like single-handedly what got me into moving to Chicago to come here. I'm like, if that wouldn't have happened because of a unforeseen virus, like who knows what would have happened? Like it's kind of crazy to think. It's kind of depressing to think of all the things that like could have been but i mean it also with technology brings about new things yeah i mean especially when it comes to you know comedy but any type of performance people are looking at artists now more than ever during this time so you know if anything it it really an experience like this and showing empathy to those who can't uh you know perform the thing that they were promised or um experience performance in a in a life-changing way you know hopefully that when they hear things like their friends are streaming or people are finding creative ways to be performing that it doesn't it's a good helping but it doesn't stop um in high school that you can keep doing it and now more than ever people are just looking at uh, artists in a totally different way to escape from what they have to deal with to or distract or to help inspire them get into what they want to do. You know, I, th- I think it's, I think it's a really sad thing that's happening in the moment. And experientially, I, like my heart goes out to all those, all those kids and like high schoolers and even college students who wanted to really kind of cross the finish line from their performance. But I also hope that they don't stop trying to make things or try to perform because at times like these, they're needed the most now than, than ever. That's so true. That's so, so true. I mean, and I hope that those kids don't feel discouraged. I mean, I don't know how many of them would be witnessing, like, you know, on the one hand, we are looking to artists, but artists are also really struggling right now, especially if you were, you know, Jim and I are both kind of examples of, you know, people who decided we were going to leave full-time jobs in order to pursue art more full-time and we were going to live more paycheck to paycheck in order to make that happen. And, you know, it's, I I just hope these kids aren't discouraged seeing that like though artists are like respected in a new way and like people are looking to us. We're also like, some of us are having a really hard time getting through this period of time because like the world doesn't really value art in a like monetary way. Like the idea is like, yeah, still have a full-time job though. And like, you know, your art is like what you do for fun on evenings and weekends, which is is the case for most of us. And there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I, and it, and it, it, it doesn't that bug you when yeah. they're just kind of like, oh, I love that you do that at night when, you know, you have the time to do that at night. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm like oh, I'll kill you. I'll kill you dead. I'll throw you in a ravine. Like, just shut up. Yeah, I, I had a up. lot of that at the start of this year when I sort of quit my job full time where I was like, no, I'm going to deny that those people and be like, no, I'm going to at least for 
a little while, like try to fully kind of go at my own thing and like doing freelance video to maintain it. Um, and I, I, yeah. ha- I have like a Google doc wherein I wrote like sort of priorities. And I was like, if I get really good at piano and can write amazing music at the end of this year, like that's enough. Like, <laughs> like, be, you know, finally being serious with myself and putting like priorities, like artistic priorities over like, uh, like maybe the fifth item on that list was like, make this much money, you know, <laughs> like trying, yeah. trying to reprioritize. And now something like this comes up and it's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know, and this is also, I, I kind of think about when I have time to reflect, like, like right now, um, <laughs> I think about, um, just artists during, during the, the like the world and, and, and history and, um, what the public who doesn't do this world thinks we go through mm-hmm. that either we go through some crazy, moment of mania and we like strike it and that's how you, you know, get it. Or, um, you know, if you're not making a certain amount of money, then it's only considered a hobby and, you know, all these different things. But, you know, if you look back at even some of the really famous people, really famous artists of the world, there's a lot that they have, that, that they are doing that we are currently, you know, confronting right now. And, they understand the long game of everything and they understand the, the tenacity that it takes to get through a lot of this stuff. And everybody, in my opinion, is like a 10 year overnight sensation. (laughs) So all the work and all the stuff that you do and all the ways that you prioritize and rewrite your goals and rewrite your, um, your plays and rewrite your comedy and rewrite all this stuff. It's you, it's so, and, and, and you have to then on top of it, deal with everything that's going on in the world. Um, hopefully people are able to kind of see that happening to, to our scene and our people, because maybe they'll have a newfound respect for what, what goes, what all goes through that. Because like, you know, it, it's not, it's not even that we're not working because no one values it. We're not working because we're not allowed to go outside. Right. And like, that's super just, just tough. You're planning a wedding right now, are you not? Ugh, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. I didn't want to bring it up, but because you did. I did. Um, yes. Uh, How is so, that going? I mean, I don't know when you were, when, what your date was, but. Yeah, it's until next year. It's May 22nd, 2021. Okay, great. Um, so we dodged a little bit, I think, just with everything. I mean, I, my, I can only feel for who's, I, I'm. The best man of my other friend's wedding, which will be taking place in October. Mm-hmm. So we're all still kind of like swirling around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's just a lot, you know, and, and I want to make sure that, you know, he gets a good bachelor party. But what does that look like? He lives out in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? Uh, but yes, but for Lauren and I, we are, uh, we are going, we're going, we're doing well. There's, we, I don't think we've made one mistake so (laughs) awesome um we have a venue which is good and uh we have we are i i get the the uh job of figuring out videographers and photographers Mm. for weddings we're trying to find different ways to kind of keep keep new things going and we 
really found ourselves ahead of the game because we found a venue so fast that we were like, oh, that's like a really big chapter. That's usually a couple months, and we did that in a weekend. So awesome. We went to a wedding like just in the nick of time. It was like days before everything came into sort of like harrowing focus about like how bad it was already getting so like we that was that one got in right under the wire but yeah i've seen some people canceling and also like opting to do virtual weddings because they're like well if we can't do the event like we're ready to be married so we're just gonna do like a zoom wedding (laughs) oh god Um, yeah yeah so talk about the real winner out of everything in (laughs) coronavirus is Zoom. zoom yeah zoom is the only one coming out of here so alive i feel like a couple people were using zoom and now it's like grandmas are saying zoom yeah (laughs) i know know. and my my dad even during this conversation my dad just texted me um he texted me the following he said hey hey buddy how many people can you have on one zoom meeting a (laughs) hundred I don't know the answer to that, but I can't wait to figure it out and tell him and connect with my dad. That's how you <laughs> I'm recording into a Zoom recorder but, right now. This is this is the what, same company? Yeah, it's the same company. This is what they, this was their bread and butter was audio recorders and recording equipment. Oh, I didn't know it was the same company. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, Zoom. Go to meeting, used to own it. What a titan, but the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Zoom came in and destroyed them in a battle of wits uh, and a battle of user friendliness and experience. I love this little little business lesson. Yes. UX is important, and so is UI. So how all the all of that wedding planning and everything aside, like how are you kind of feeling right now given the quarantine? Well, I think if anything, it allows Lauren and I to really reflect on um, just this is life. And I, if I get, if I had to be quarantined with anybody, I'm so glad I'm quarantined with her. Um, and you know, I yeah, I get to I get to battle uh, a, the the worst thing with the best thing, and that's it. That's so simple. And so it's it's nice to kind of. We, we honor things like dinner at the table and we um, honor things like giving each other space and we do our own like creative endeavors and we uh, make coffee every morning and yeah, we just be as, as cute as possible. <laughs> both of us are also outside people and we're both extroverted people. So we want to see a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that can get taxing because even last night I was like just feeling so fatigued and tired because mm-hmm. I was just inside and I just, ugh. not that I can't go outside like on my deck, but just like inside is tough. Oh, it just, it wipes you out in a weird way. It does. Cause like you're, I'm just breathing in the air that I farted in all day. And <laughs> it just, it's like getting to me. So Go outside your front door even for a couple minutes and just breathe in the air before somebody else does because you're just <laughs> going to breathe. You're just breathing in farts <laughs> inside your house. Thank you for listening and thank you to Ryan Cashman for talking to us today. We're going to continue doing this uh, almost every day. We might take another day off if we're feeling 
feeling like we need one. But yeah, we're going to attempt to keep doing this every day, uh, calling our friends. Uh, so if you are interested in talking to us, give us an email at I've got one podcast at gmail.com. Or if you know us personally, send us a text.